eagerly desired. This week I received a phone call. Father Matt, what are you doing Friday night? Do you want to see Mark Wahlberg's new movie, Father Stew? And I thought to myself, what am I doing? I said, well, I have a retreat for seniors on Friday afternoon. And then on Saturday, I'm planning on hiking the Grand Canyon with a bunch of students. Then they said, oh, and by the way, Mark Wahlberg will be there. And so I said, well, how do I sign up? <laughs> so I, I knew, as I looked at my week, and you, you probably know students, you, you look at your week and you already know when it's going to be a tiring one, when it's a full one, it's a busy one. But I thought, I think these things that I'm doing will make me happy, that they'll be good for me, good for others, and so I, I'm willing to do it. I, I, I desire it, that I, I want it, and I believe it's worth the difficulty and suffering that may come. At the beginning of Jesus' passion today, he says, I have eagerly desired to eat this Passover with you before I suffer. Is Jesus just talking about eating? I have eagerly desired to eat. I mean, I can relate to that, but what Jesus is saying he eagerly desires, there's so much more that he desires. He knows He's going to suffer. He knows that he will be misunderstood, that, that his disciples will scatter. He knows that there's pain and difficulty to come, that it's not going to be easy, but that it's going to be worth it. You could say that everything we do has risks and difficulty even coming to college, you know, you want to go to college, it's okay, that, that means you're going to have to, you know, study hard. You're going to have to make choices about whether you hang out with friends or you get your homework done on time. That you might not understand things, that it's just going to be, it's going to be some, people are going to go want to go away for a weekend, but you've got a project to do and a study group. That there's, there's options, there's, there's risks. I was talking to a, this dad was asking me recently, He's like, he was thinking about his high school senior daughter going to college, and he said, uh, do you think it's safe at NAU? Could something bad happen to her when I send my 18-year-old daughter off to college? And the realistic, honest answer is, yeah. Yeah, we, we don't live in a vacuum. They go into college that something could happen. But what's, on one hand, she'll get a great education and meet perhaps the best friends of her life. But more importantly, even if something difficult and bad happens, do I believe that God can bring a greater good from it? That if God invites her to come to school, that he can do, and something bad happens, that something good could come from it, that, that anything that God invites me to say yes to, do I believe, do I trust that God can bring a greater good from it than if I never went through that suffering? Do I believe that it's worth it? 
yesterday on our hike, our little hike. Um, at one point we took a, a break right before um, a difficult section. I'm like, I've done this a couple times. This is a good place to take a break. So we're sitting there and I, I told them that. I'm like, it's gonna get, it's, this next part is one of my least favorite, it's difficult. And I, and I, I kind of alluded to like Jesus, like carrying his cross or something. And, and one of the girls did not miss it. She said, are you comparing Jesus carrying his cross to this hike? And I'm like, well, um, we are hiking the Grand Canyon. Uh, this is an arduous journey that requires perseverance and we are all carrying loads here. But then someone else said, um, yeah, but we are choosing to do this. And I, was, uh, I replied, oh yeah, 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 you're right, yeah. But then we started hiking and I had some time to think. Um, and as I, I thought about that, I was like, well, hold on a second. Did Jesus have a choice? Did Jesus know what was going to happen, what he was saying yes to? In our first reading, the prophet Isaiah foreshadows the Messiah when he says, I have not rebelled, have not turned back. I gave my back to those who beat me, my cheeks to those who plucked my beard. My face I did not shield from buffets and spitting. I have set my face like flint, knowing that I shall not be put to shame. That as St. Paul says it in our his letter to the Philippians today, Jesus emptied himself, humbled himself, becoming obedient to the point of death. Make no mistake, Jesus chose this. Jesus allowed, did Jesus want to suffer? No. He allowed this to happen because he didn't want to suffer. He wanted to do the Father's will. And he trusted the Father. We hear this when he says, Father, if you are willing, take this cup away from me. Still, not my will, but yours be done. That as much as I want to be free of pain and suffering, which we all want, as much as I want that, as much as I want everyone to like me, as much as I want my life to be easy and I never have any health issues, that as much as I want the, as much as I want everyone around me to be happy and healthy and safe, that as much as I want those things, that even more than that, I want your will. And I trust you. That your will, that even if it brings suffering and difficulty and the heaviest cross I could ever imagine, that somehow that it's worth it. Jesus invites his disciples as he says, It is you who have stood by me in my trials, and I confer a kingdom on you, that you may eat and drink at my table in my kingdom. That the real meal Jesus desires to eat with his disciples is in heaven. And to get there, it requires desiring it so much that you are willing to do the Father's will, whatever it is. That we're willing to suffer, we're willing to embrace a, a difficult trek. Like, like, I'm willing to embrace the difficult trek of the Grand Canyon for the sake of beauty and adventure and friendship. 
How much more is it worth to embrace the cross for the joy of God himself? He asked his disciples, when I sent you forth without a money bag or a sack or sandals, were you in need of anything? They reply, no, nothing. That God always gives us exactly what we need to carry our cross because it is Jesus with us carrying the cross, God himself, that we are never alone. And just when I feel like I have no strength, like I can't do this. Like I'm, I'm scared, I'm overwhelmed, I'm worried. That I recall that the Lord has not left me alone, but in fact has drawn close and says yes to suffering with me and invites me to say yes to that also. That Jesus holds nothing back for our goodness. That his love is what moves him to say yes to the cross for our sake and invites you and I to embrace our cross with him, to eagerly desire his will, whatever the challenge. Because what is his will? His will that he eagerly desires is our eternal happiness.